Just a quick program note before we get started. What you are about to hear was recorded on a trip I took last year. So this was recorded 11 or 12 months ago, not just in the past week or so. Thanks and enjoy the episode. Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. So, I'm hiking to Corona Arch outside of Moab. We came down last night, Kate and I, and a couple of the kids. Mostly just so that we could spend a night outdoors and then get up and get some donuts at Dobird and then do a little hike and then get home. We hope to be home just a little bit after, a little bit after lunch. It has been quite a while since I've done a podcast and Kate has reminded me that I used to enjoy this so I've decided to do it again and even though I'm in a place where basically nothing grows I'm going to record a poem about things that grow and things that die First, I'm going to get to some shade. Dylan Thomas's The Force That Through the Green Fuse Drives the Flower. The force that through the green fuse drives the flower, drives my green age, that blasts the roots of trees as my destroyer. And I am dumb to tell the crooked rose my youth is bent by the same wintry fever. The force that drives the water through the rocks drives my red blood. That dries the mouthing streams turns mine to wax. And I am dumb to mouth into my veins how at the mountain spring the same mouth sucks. The hand that whirls the water in the pool stirs the quicksand. That ropes the blowing wind hauls my shroud sail, and I am dumb to tell the hanging man how of my clay is made the hangman's lime. The lips of time leech to the fountain head, love drips and gathers, but the fallen blood shall calm her sores, and I am dumb to tell a weather's wind how time has ticked a heaven round the stars, and I am dumb to tell the lover's tomb how at my sheet goes the same crooked worm. I paused long enough to read that poem that my Apple Watch asked me if I wanted to pause my workout. No, I don't want to pause my workout. Only halfway done. This hike that we're on is not long. It's about a mile and a half. 
you're on slick rock basically the whole time. You get some scrubby junipers and uh, a couple of Oh, okay, hold on, I gotta... It's hard to hold a recorder and scramble. We have to use your hands at the same time. There's a raven flying and lots of people from here coming up behind us. I can see one, six, seven, eight, and then about a dozen dozen and a half more people. But for a few minutes, I am here by myself at this giant, crazy-looking arch. Not how in the poem the phrase, the hand that, repeats over and over until the penultimate stanza, where Thomas is changing it up forces us to reconsider and to think differently when we reach that point in the poem. Thomas describes forces that bring people alive, that keep us going. The air, the water, the plants, that each one is a force of life, but that life drives and drives and drives until it drives life out of us. So after talking about the power of plants, the water, and the wind, in the fourth and penultimate stanza, the lips of time leach to the fountainhead. So instead of beginning with the force that or the hand that, it's the lips of time. And notice how in that last couplet, he's referring to the lover's tomb. Perhaps what Thomas is telling us is that the forces that keep us alive are earth, wind, air, and love. penultimate stanza begins, the lips of time leech to the fountainhead. Leech here is not like chemicals leaching into water, but leech like the insect. It's sucking on, it grabs on and is extracting the life force. So the lips of time leech to the fountainhead, they're sucking it out. Time is taking life away. That's what time does. Following the semicolon, Thomas says, love drips and gathers, but anytime you see the word but in a poem, there's a place to pay attention to because the poet is signaling that whatever conflict or trouble was being brought up is being resolved at this point. 
This is the contrast. Whoa. Have to be careful not to trip and fall here. Okay. It is hard to read poetry and walk on this trail. But the fallen blood shall calm her source. In my reading of this, the definite article is important here. It's not some fallen blood, it's the fallen blood. And in my reading, the fallen blood is a Christian symbol. So it's Christ that shall calm the source of death that time is sucking the life out of. So for a moment, consider that stanza. The lips of time leech to the fountainhead. Love drips and gathers, but the fallen blood shall calm her sores. And I am dumb to tell a weather's wind how time has ticked a heaven round the stars. All right, one more time. The force that through the green fuse drives the flower by Dylan Thomas. The force that through the green fuse drives the flower drives my green age that blasts the roots of trees is my destroyer. And I am dumb to tell the crooked tree my youth is bent by that same wintry fever. The force that drives the water through the rocks drives my red blood, that dries the mouthing streams turns mine to wax. And I am dumb to mouth unto my veins how at the mountain spring, the same mouth sucks. The hand that whirls the water in the pool stirs the quicksand, that ropes the blowing wind, hauls my shroud sail, and I am dumb to tell the hanging man how of my clay is made the hangman's lime. The lips of time leech to the fountain head, love drips and gathers, but the fallen blood shall calm her sores. And I am dumb to tell a weather's wind, how time has ticked a heaven round the stars. And I am dumb to tell the lover's tomb, how at my sheet goes the same crooked worm. Ready? No, there's only six seating here. Oh. Trees down.
Yeah. Donut trips. And then I said, maybe you should record a podcast. 